and welcome to the Monday Night War Stories presents the pay-per-view war stories. This week we are watching WWF Unforgiven. I'm your host, Joseph Lessel. I'm alongside here with the human wrestling database, Corey Mack. Hello, hello. No cells living legend, Mike. We will Hi everybody. How are you guys doing? You know what? After four years, I'm free. Free at last. Got Rick Flo over here on the podcast. <laughs> uh, wrong, uh, wrong company. I'm, uh, I'm whiskey bent and hellbound. How about that? Okay. Can I get an oh yeah? yeah. Oh yeah. Wrong show, but oh. I'll do it. Oh yeah. <laughs> We're off the rails. I'll start it anyway. 1999 Unforgiven WS pay per view. You have a hot take. I have one too. You're going to start it off or is that later on? Show was hot diarrhea. I was going to ask, what did you guys uh, think of the show before Uh, we get into it? I agree with uh, my. I forgot the coworker? No, uh, Co Potter? Sure. I agree with my Co Potter's overlaying uh, thought process. That this show is better than Fall Brawl, because it is. But it's an incredibly low bar to climb. <laughs> and this show, to me, sucks ass. Wow. Yes. Uh, very much a one-match show. Yes. Very, very much. much. Can I ask you guys a question? Nine yes. Nine uh, inches. It's probably not true. How, don't, Ten don't, inches. don't. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's lying. Ten. <laughs> don't want to make you feel bad. Was <laughs> SmackDown better? Yes. Yes. Okay. No. Thunder? Yes. No. No. No, no. I can't honestly I can't say, that. say that. <laughs> Mostly because I can't remember what happened on Thunder. Uh, I don't Van Hammer called out Sid. So I'm thinking. I don't know if I'm thinking. But well, no. I think he said called out Sid. I was like, yeah, yeah. it checks out. <laughs> hey, uh, and he was in the ring when he did it. <clears throat> this is Van Hammer. I'm that's, calling out sick. That's actually today. most of the WWE main events seen by like mid-99. There it is. I'm calling out sick today. Those who didn't call out sick booked themselves into retirement. <laughs> All right, let's let's get into Unforgiven 1999. We're in Charlotte, North Carolina. Can we get out of North Carolina, by the way? Either what? fucking company. Can we just fucking right. leave the goddamn Southeast, please? It's like current day wrestling. What before the, before the pandemic when there's always Chicago, always Chicago. Uh, we're in the Charlotte Coliseum, September 26, 1999. Hey guys, we're two days away from my birthday. 99. I can't remember. The time frame of Charlotte Arenas. Because they built a new one in like late 80s for the Hornets to come in. But I feel like they had already built one or were about to build one in 99. Yeah, I think there's a, a new one. Yes. Yeah, like the time frame is... Yeah. Historic it's, Arena here, though. It's new, yeah. new. Yeah, no. It's that new, new. <laughs> new, new. So, so, Corey, is this the best show ever in the Charlotte Coliseum, would you say? Best show ever? No. No, I wouldn't. Oh. Uh, fire me. Already fired. So Corey, Already fired. Corey? how do we get here? Uh, SummerSlam, Steve Austin wouldn't do the J-O-B. <laughs> yeah. And that begat a whole bunch of title changes. Apparently, on Russo's, on Russo's departure out the company, he decided to just ping-pong-ping every goddamn belt there was in the company as many times as he could. Yeah. Uh, no joke, there's probably about 10 title changes between SummerSlam and Unforgiven. And three of them are the world title. So that says a lot. And uh, 
Yeah, well, now we needed a new champion after Vince McMahon's terribly convoluted storyline back into power. So now we have a six-pack challenge. Fuck yes. We have a six-pack challenge. You're excited for that. I uh, love a good six-pack. Not in a Final Five-way. Uh, yeah, oh, that's, that's Final Five-way. So I was yeah. afraid when Taker bolted, they were just going to make it a Final Five-way, and I'd have to just write this fucking show off. <laughs> but Bulldog came to save the day because he's bizarre. That's right. And now we have a six-pack challenge, as it should be. The winner will be uh, the world champion for at least 24 hours. I give it a week knowing this company lately. <laughs> With uh, Triple H, the odds-on favorite, because he's still getting the... I dare say this. Oh. You guys will know what I'm talking about. Never thought about it this at the time, but watching it back, is Triple H, even though he's a focal point, is he getting the 2008 CM Punk title reign? Yes, he is. Where, yeah, you're the champ, but you're nowhere near the focal point. The focal point's the Rock and Sock. They've been main eventing for tag title matches. Vince coming back in is a focal point. Sure, Triple H is a part of it. I, I have one. Yeah. Two. It's a, a reach, but hear me out. Is Triple H the 1998-1999 Ric Flair of doing too much for everybody else? Letting everybody else walk over? You know, he does a lot more work to get the other guy over. I, I, would, I would say no, because he's not at Ric Flair's level yet. Well, I know that, but I'm just saying in that I would degree, say he's, he's trending in that direction. And he obviously is a student of the game because by the next year he's corrected that and uh, is no longer doing it. But yes, you're, you're not wrong. and He has given a little too much to some people. It really like should five be, other people. <laughs> it really should be his time. And, but you know, and another thing, China being with him still is, is, is pulling it back because she's also a baby face against Jarrett. Yep. But a heel helping him cheat like hell when she's with him, it, it's convoluted. He's damned himself because there is a, a storyline that's going to happen in a couple of months that they have to just kind of get to. That yeah. They can't split this up yet. Yep. I will say, before we get into it, Corey, I will ask you what you said. Remind me of a question. Not taking into account what's going to happen going forward. Yeah. So just to this point, to, to Unforgiven, would you have rather had happen what happened with all the title changes or had Billy Gunn as a world champion? I haven't had what happened. There it is. Austin made the right call. <laughs> I tried to form words there, but I couldn't. The, yes, I would rather have this. I really do think I'm about to stroke. So the attendance is so the attendance here for tonight's show is fifteen thousand seven hundred seventy-nine. They're hot compared to last WCW Fall Brawl at seven thousand four hundred ninety-one. A lot of freebies. The uh, Charlotte Coliseum for basketball. The capacity could hold up to twenty four thousand. Jesus Christ! Jeez, that's one of the bigger ones at the time, then, wasn't it? Ice oh, hockey, fuck? ice hockey, twenty one thousand. Boxing, twenty three thousand. Jesus. Uh, how can basketball? That doesn't make sense. How can basketball hold more than boxing? I don't know. Floor seat. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that doesn't make sense at all. I don't know. <laughs> what side are you on, Joe? I'm on Wikipedia. Are you on charlottecoliseum.com? Yes, I, uh, I'm at the Charlotte Coliseum. He's at www.charlottecoliseum, the very best uh, arena in the whole fucking world.com. <laughs> hey, by the way, the coordinates for this uh, arena is 35, 11, 11, North, 80, 54, 46, West. Al-Qaeda, if you're listening, there you go. Yeah. Bomb That's, it. Uh, 
Those are also the coordinates my doctor used on my last colonoscopy. That's weird. Weird. Your colon is the Queen City. <laughs> Woo! That's what you said when you... Uh... I just started humming Moon River. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we get into this show? Sure. Uh, might as well. But first, this but feastering first, pile of shit. Corey. Yeah. Was there any Sunday Night Heat? No, no. It was live. And there was a lot of video uh, videos and a lot of... Promos? Half-baked promos setting up matches on this show. Okay. Like the, the outlaws jizzing all over themselves. Mm-hmm. And then Andrew Christian like, hey, we're the number one contenders. And then they're like, well, you're a fucking nobody. We're DX. Suck it. We'll beat your ass in two minutes. Ah! And that's how that match was made. It was verbatim, actually. <laughs> verbatim, okay. <laughs> so we start the show off with uh, a promo highlighting all six men in the six-pack challenge for the main event. Good. What? It was a good video. Uh, what did you guys think of that promo? It's a good video. Yeah. But they do good, man. Fucking promos videos. Uh, the paper you had its own music, so when they were panning the arena, it had its own music. It was weird, but I, I missed that. I, I know. I also love that there was piped in music. Was it? Yeah, because right out of there, um, Jar Aaron Lawler starts uh, giving Jar a hard time about liking uh, System of a Down. Yep. Who supplied the music? And I was like, that was not System of a Down. Checks out. That was generic. Uh, commentary is JR and Jerry the King Lawler. Really are generic system of a down. You can't really do that. No, no. <laughs> Our stage, it's a, uh, a Tron above everything, a circle with the logo as it slides by, and what then with, po- pillars. But what was with what I thought was a snowflake design in that little circle before the name comes up? It was like this weird, like, it was weird and stupid. And I like the design of the stage, though. Yeah. It looked cool. Ooh. I, we always thought that oh, it was fucking stupid. Yeah? Yeah. I was like, cool, there's another one that's not trying. Here's tubes. Walk through tubes. Well, I didn't like the tubes. I like the little circle video with the bigger Titan Tron over. I've become, it's like they took the screen off of the SmackDown set and just hung it in the middle of the tubes. I've like... Uh, <laughs> probably what they did. I mean... Uh, I've, I've, I think it's... I think I'm rebelling against the Thunderdome. And to where whenever I see anything understated like this, I'm like, yes, that's that's I'll take that, please. This is better than what WCW's been doing. That fall brawl one was <laughs> like uh, just the logo. I don't mind understated. I just thought this looked hokey as fuck. Like, I don't mind understated. Understated is fine. Yeah, it's way better than that 9 million fucking screen thing we have to stare at every week. Whew. It hurts your eyes after Jesus, a while. dude. It does. Uh, we, see, we see earlier tonight that the refs are still on strike. So we're going to be having... Uh, special guest referees. Scab refs. Yeah, as they call them. Poor Jay Hurt so, does not like scabs. We figured it out. I, well, they eventually mentioned it. It's because the fucking MLB umpires yeah, were doing we it. Figured. Yeah. Oh, okay. I knew it had to be something. Uh, yeah, I was going to bring that yeah. up. Yeah. Uh, so let's go to our first match tonight. Let's see if we can start it off hot. Nope. Val Venus versus Steve Blackman. Uh, excuse me. <clears throat> Steve Blackman. Right, there you go. Uh, before we get to the match, why are the Outlaws and Edge not starting the night? Why the fuck are you starting with Val Venus and Blackman? Uh, you want to start off hot? <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Oh, I you will, didn't know? I will say this, though. I've been tired of Val Venus' shtick, but the one today about the hurricane remnants still being around because he was blown from one end of the state to the other. That's kind of fun. I enjoyed that one. That's kind of fun. And the crowd popped huge for it. And that was the only pop of the match. Oh, this thing sucks. Uh, Val, I, I hate the fact that Val comes out first and he's like, wait a minute, I forgot something. And he comes back with black man's uh, duffel bag. <laughs> you say it with such disdain. I love it. Is Paul Heyman doing that? <coughs> Brooklyn Brawler. Black man. Uh, Brooklyn Brawler is the uh, special guest ref. State. Steve Lombardi, sir. 
That sounded it's, more like Vince, and it sounded like you should have said, I don't like any in front of it. Nope. It was implied. <laughs> the commentary during this match brings up that uh, The Rock and British Bulldog will be starting the six-pack challenge, so we know who's starting it. Some continuity, I like that. Um, Something they can't be bothered to do these days. Uh, black man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's continuity. Yeah, that's true. Now, Mr. Blackman tries to get the crowd pumped, but they want none of this match. Uh, Mr. Blackman, yes, bring me a cane. Bum, 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 bum. Val, I, I, for me, this match is this. Val hits the money shot for the win. The crowd was dead for it. This is your generic heat match yeah, that started the show. It's definitely not the, the way show. to open a show. No. This was uh, terrible. This match went six minutes and 29 seconds. Just punches and kicks. That's all it yep. was. They, all the edginess of this match was on the previous SmackDown with the vibrator, which Lawler lost his shit over. I gave this one star. Hmm. Rough start to the show. This was not good, and I'm already side eyeing this card. <laughs> uh, after the match, though, Val grabs uh, Blackman's. Uh, duffel bag and Blackman uh, gets the Kendra stick from Val and hits it over the head and breaks it over his head. Then attacks the security dude. That was um, stiff. Yes. It was. Uh, um, They uh, call for an EMT. Uh, Blackman yells at a large uh, breasted female EMT. I got a big titty nurse. Yeah. I forgot about that. But then (laughs) the security guard gets in front of him. Of her, and then they get in a shoving match, and then the security guard takes down Blackman. Blackman. Mm. Blackman. Security guard up, takes man. down Blackman. I watched that security dude in that bar when they were having that hardcore fight. He's not fucking around, dude. <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh, we go backstage nope. with Cole and a big show. Cole asks where the Undertaker is, and under, uh, show says that, hey, Taker's name's not on the roster anymore. Yeah, shut up, you doofus. I'm here still. I don't know. Call in and ask them. Show show learned from the learning tree. Take my place. (laughs) And uh, show says that he will be winning the title tonight. I'd be fine with it. Uh, We get a promo of the history of the friendship between uh, Mark Henry and DeLorean Brown. (laughs) I forgot about DeLorean Brown. (laughs) Uh, DeLorean Brown helping uh, Henry work out, eat healthy, and then Mark Henry turns his back on him. I'm still here for Michael Hayes. Why didn't you put him on a diet two years ago? Some friend you are. Uh, we we see Lillian Garcia with Mark Henry. She asks about D'Lo uh, and the shot for the European Championship, and he's like, "I got a shot for you." And he whispers sweet nothing into her ear, and then she slaps the crap out of him. He wanted her to rim job. Mm. She's not into it. She wanted that shit sandwich. Yeah. Uh, we see the refs. She didn't want any of that sexual chocolate. We see the refs still <laughs> protesting outside. So let's go to our next match for the European Championship. Highly prestigious. De- DeLorean Brown versus Mark Henry, who comes out with some ladies for a minute. Your <laughs> referee for this match, Ta- Dr. Tom Pritchard. Now, keep in mind, uh, Mark Henry was actually just gifted this belt. He so, was. You know, worked hard to get it. Uh, as Before the match even starts, uh, Henry says, that, uh, you know what, guys? There won't be a match tonight. I'm done. I'm tired. The ladies came out with him, and uh, he tells them to leave, get the car ready. Uh, Henry said since he was slapped backstage by Lily and he heard something pop in his mouth and, you know... He's afraid he might have had a brain neurism. Brain neurism. <laughs> Which gave Lawler all the, the, the oh. commentary he needed for the next couple nights. <laughs> uh, oh, a what? <laughs> <laughs> he might have... 
He might have hurt his back, JR. Couple that with the brain neurism, and he's not good. <laughs> but D'Lo Brown comes out, and then they brawl in the aisle. Uh, Henry throws D'Lo into the post, and then D'Lo goes flying from the post. Uh, Henry goes for the slide over D'Lo over the top. Oh, when D'Lo's hanging on the second rope, but then Henry gets stuck on the top rope. Um, he later on hits that move. Uh, but D'Lo hits a suicide dive over the top rope. Pretty impressive by one DeLorean Brown. Exactly. Uh, DeLorean runs uh, to Henry, and uh, Henry cro- uh, catches him for a cross body. Uh, but then they he that, fa- falls to the ground. because D'Lo's not small. No. Like, no. <laughs> I know he's smaller than Henry, but he is not tiny. No, he's a big dude. He's a big dude. Yeah, so like the whole point is D'Lo... Run, DeLorean does the crossbody. Henry catches him, but then he falls to the ground. So what do they do? Do it again, because then he does the uh, body slam after. Uh, DeLorean hits a head-scissors takedown on Mark Henry. Uh, Henry um, went to the second rope and started talking trash to the crowd, and D'Lo uh, hits the power bomb. Then uh, he hits the lowdown on Mark Henry for the win. So your new European champion... DeLorean Brown at 9 minutes and 11 seconds. It did not need to go 9 minutes Ooh. and 11 seconds. This was so boring. Thank you. I Nothing like... I mean, like, both guys tried, I guess? They're just boring. Yeah, I gave it a flat 2. I said, uh, honestly, better than I thought it would be, because it was. Um, Henry just isn't there yet. Um, that was pretty much my thought. And also, this character doesn't make sense. It's a, it's not a heel character. It's no. a it's a in 1999. It's a babyface character. Well, they know that, and they're about to try all they oh, can yeah, to make it a heel character yeah. the next month or so. Yeah. Which uh, ironically would make it an even bigger babyface character in 2020. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. I agree with you, Corey. With that, it it was okay. It was better than what I thought, and uh. Just oh, slow at points. Oh, for two with this card so far, though. We forget, in all fairness, we forget DeLorean Brown was a good worker. Yeah. Um, and he's about to be, he's about to lose that mojo the next month. Right. Um, oh, I hate, I hate that fact. But let's go to Michael Cole with the Acolytes. Um, people telling the Acolytes that they have met their match. Uh, Acolyte said that they've already ran off a uh, team from ECW and they're dude again. Farouk is, is talking. You hear some noises in the back and you look and there's a group of wrestlers beating up Chaz. <laughs> Still doing that. He's a wife beater angle. Still employed, huh? Right. All right. Yep. Uh, we got a promo. I love that the storyline is he obviously is being set up by her. Yeah. But it's okay for everyone to just beat the shit out of him because um, WWF in many ways. A couple of decades ahead of the United States as a whole. Mm-hmm. And if you've always been presumed guilty until proven innocent. Yep. What? Except for one guy. <laughs> what? what? Uh, we go backstage with Lillian, with Deborah and Miss Kitty. Deborah says that her relationship with Jarrett is done. Jarrett then storms up to her what? and uh, <laughs> tells Deborah to stay out of, her biz- out of his business and takes Miss Kitty and walks away. Uh-huh. What? That's my kitty. We get a recap from SmackDown of uh, Jarrett attacking China because our next match for the Intercontinental Championship. Third? Okay. Going on third, huh? Yep. All right. Jeff Jarrett with Miss Kitty versus China. Oh, there's a lot of dead wood left on this card. Sure, this is going on third? Yep. All right. Are you sure? You're going to see like nine matches to get here? 
Nope. It's our third match of the night, guys. Okay. Uh, Our special guest referee is Harvey Rippleman in his tearaway pants. (laughs) But Lala was like, is he wearing glasses? (laughs) (laughs) He was just so out on the concept of Harvey Rippleman. Yeah. (laughs) Well, if you're Lala, you've been dealing with him for like a decade. Real quick, Corey, but uh, what does he do for the company at this point? Harvey Rippleman? What what is his job? Um, At this point, he does... um, he was a manager, Publicity, right? like, um... What, what did they hire Flair to do after he retired? Ambassador? Ambassador. Uh, that's not the term they use, but yeah, he goes around and does uh, the meet and greets at times, or he'll... Oh, God. Yeah, he'll or he'll be a... He's also kind of what a Brooklyn Brawler was, just a jack-of-all-trades in the back. Like, you need something done, they'll do it. You need him to go get something. Cornette talked about how when they would get hungry at... Uh, Tapings back mm. in the day, and back in the day they didn't have good catering like now. He's back then it was like you know craft services. Yeah, and, and then it got even worse when Vince got tight. So he he he'd give Whippleman twenty and said, "Go get a whole bunch of cheeseburgers for me and the boys." And, right, you know, that's the kind of stuff he would do. Okay, what? Because he was a manager, right? Yes, yeah, started in uh, Memphis. Broke in in the Jarrett territory. Aha! The unenviable. He had an unenviable position. They had never been able to replace Jimmy Hart. Those are big shoes. Yes. And a big mouth. Um, and he was the one that stuck around, though, when he showed up. So, he, But he was always in the shadow of Jimmy Hart. Jimmy Hart in Memphis is one of the greatest manager runs of all time. It's like replacing, like, it's like D.D. Gregorius, man. Like, what are you going to do? He did fine. Nothing wrong with what he did. <laughs> the only person they attempted after Jimmy Hart um, that actually worked, but he didn't stay long was Jim Cornette. And if that's your one and two, you good know. luck. Good maybe luck. Just, maybe you just don't have managers. <laughs> right? You just just do, go, go to some other thing. <laughs> valets. Lots of valets. Lots of valets. Tense as far as the eye can see. Uh, nurses? EMTs? <laughs> yeah, why? <laughs> don't tell Blackman. Oh, black man. There you go. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, match. Sorry. Podcast <laughs> is already better than the pay-per-view we're reviewing. Jeff Jarrett versus China. Uh, the crowd is super behind China here. Yeah, I mean, she is fucking for sure over, which is why it's weird. Although, I would say it's weird that it went on there, but at least they gave the crowd something to fucking care about. Because <laughs> yep. they hadn't cared the first two matches. <laughs> uh, Jarrett goes for the double axe handle on, on China, but China low blows him and then clotheslines him over the top rope. Jarrett then grabs China and rams her uh, into the post. Jarrett hits a crossbody off the top rope and pins China, but she kicks out, and uh, Jarrett flies off her, selling the strength of China. Awesome. <laughs> Say what you want about him. He sold like a madman for her tonight. Oh, yeah. And he went out of his way to make this a good match. Because, I mean, I don't think I'm speaking ill when I say she had nothing to do with how good this match was. No. Because she just didn't have the experience. That motherfucker... Did the work of three people tonight, and he did a damn good job. Yeah, made her look good. Uh, Jarrett hits a superplex off the top rope. Jarrett hits a second rope, like uh, arm takedown, and Jarrett causes a DDT. Um, hey, by the way, May Young and Mueller are in the crowd. Uh, China hits a power slam, then hits a sit down power bomb when Jarrett tries to go for a Hurricane Rana. Uh, China goes for the head scissors takedown, but Jarrett power bombs her too. Uh, China hits Jarrett in the back with a chair, uh, with and then uh, uh, then throws Jarrett up in the air and hits uh, onto another chair. 
Uh, she backdrops Jared onto the Spanish announce table. Uh, oh, Dios mío. Uh, King uh, yelling at uh, what are you doing, ref? Trying to hit Jarrett in the front, in front uh, with a weapon, like with the chair in front of uh, Harvey. Uh, Jarrett tosses uh, China into the ref. We get a ref bump. Jarrett gets the guitar from Miss Kitty, but Mula and Mae Young get in the ring and attack Jeff. They double suplex him, and then he double clotheslines both women. Uh, Jarrett then kicks them both out of the, in the gut and kicks them out of the ring. Deborah comes out, shoves Miss Kitty. Jarrett is going for the figure four, but Deborah gets in the ring and hits Jarrett with the guitar. China pins Jarrett for the one, two, three. However, lead scab referee Tom Pritchard runs down and let's go to the instant replay. We don't have instant replay here. Well, they We're show the replay and reverses the, the decision. So your winner via DQ, Jeff Jarrett, 1151. After the match, uh, China attacked Pritchard, low blows him, and then hits him with a beautiful pedigree because Dr. Tom made it look good. Boys, what did you think of China versus Jeff Jarrett? Uh, Jeff Jarrett was phenomenal in this match. Wasn't he? Um, I mean, my God. Although, and it's not his fault, but like he had to wait in that fucking figure four spot for ever puppies McGee to get fucking down to right. the ring. So, and I wanted Jesus. to bring that up. I actually wanted to give Jeff some credit here. He couldn't save it completely because yeah. she was so late, but this is where the, it, these are the little things that make, um, an okay performer. Good. A good one. Great. A great one. Elite. I would put him at good to great. He's not elite, no. but he's a good performer. And what he did here was smart. He, he already had the leg. He knew she was running late. So instead of just getting in position and waiting, he uh, he moved his arms. He he looked like he was positioning. He did this. He did that. He turned over a little. He never put his head up. Made it look like he, he was struggling. He made it look like he was still in the process of working and not just waiting to be hit. Hmm. It annoys me so much because, and this is why I will sound old on purpose, but it seems like everybody who works these days doesn't do that. They just go to where their spot's supposed to be, and then they'll just wait. You're 100. percent I hate 100. percent So I wanted to give. I'm glad you pulled that up because I wanted to give Jared some props on that. It's like the comment, you know, that Jared brings up about how there's an eight man tag and they all stand, yeah. waiting for the one person to jump off the top rope. It's aggravating. Yeah, it's the it's the number one thing I hate the most in the business these days. Yeah. So I, you hate that the most, but Corey, what what do you think of this match? Uh, two and a half, which mm-hmm. I mean, best of the card so far. Uh, the storyline is over. The match was just okay. Um, all all because of Jared, by the way, like you said, they're doing Jared dirty here. But every woman in the angle is very fucking over. Mm-hmm. So they know what they're doing. It was executed well, and the ending where you think she won but got screwed was the perfect ending to do in this match with this feud. To carry over to the next month. Yep. Can't argue about anything. They did that right. It's perfect booking. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, we see uh, Michael Cole with Stone Cold from earlier in the night. And Austin says that since he's the special enforcer, he will guarantee a new champion. Oh, here's no. that word again. I was just like, cool. 
Thanks for throwing to that interview package. Yep. <laughs> that was a waste of fucking time. I guarantee. But let's go to our next match, shall we? Like Charles Barkley. The Dudley Boys versus the Acolytes. I love the Dudley Boys music. Oh. That's the Dudley music to I mean, me. I can tell you something. I'll tell you this. I did not like it. No? And when it first came out. I didn't either. But now I, lo- I love it. Yeah, but like at the time, for sure. at yeah. the time, it was just like, this doesn't make sense to me. And I'll be honest, it, I know, I get why they changed it. Because it it looks too Bush League for WWF. But I miss these outfits for the Dudley Boys. The, the tie-dye shirt and the shorts. Mm-hmm. I'm glad um, they changed it. <laughs> I, no, I, I could see why they changed it. It just... Maybe it's because I'm such an ECW guy that yeah. I like this look. It reminds me of the Dudleys. Mm-hmm. Although I really do like the change. Until 03 when Bubba's fat and he wears basketball workout pants. Mm-hmm. The old Kevin I, Owens shorts. I hate the, no, the actual warm-up pants. Yeah. I hate wow. that fucking era. Right. When he was with teaming with Spike. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. Fuck that shit. Uh, Bubba with the second rope sent on. Uh, Bubba ducks the clothesline from hell and hits a belly-to-belly suplex on Bradshaw. Uh, I, I gotta say this Watching this match It just blows my mind Of how quicker Devon looks Oh yeah <coughs> He Well It's weird Cause At some point He definitely got into the McMahon mindset When it came to body Yeah he did uh, Because he was always In shape And Looked good But I mean He got swole um, I prefer this Devo. Yeah, he was quick and nimble. Uh, well, he was the worker. Yep. Mm-hmm. Farouk with the power slam on Devon. Dudley uh, hits a double team reverse neckbreaker, and JR thinks it's the 3D. Uh, Boa hits a powerbomb on Bradshaw, and Devon hits the headbutt from the top rope and gets a two. Bradshaw hits a top rope back uh, backdrop on Devon. Uh, Bubba hits a bulldog on Bradshaw and Devon covers, but Furtick runs uh, over the pin and starts attacking Bubba instead of breaking up the pin. Yeah, well, you have to worry about it. Uh, Dudley's uh, 3D Farouk, but then Stevie Richards comes out dressed like the Acolytes and super kicks <laughs> Devon. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. But Stevie Richards has his uh, Acolytes uh, initials across his chest saying UPN. <laughs> it's, yep. it's the old UPN logo. <laughs> it was yeah. so I great. love that. Uh, Bradshaw covers Devon for the one, two, three. Uh, match went seven minutes and 28 seconds after the match. Uh, the Acolytes then destroyed C.B. Richards and then like... But then thank him. Then thank him by <laughs> shaking his hand or high-fiving. I forgot that after Blue Mini left, this is what they did with Stevie for a while. Just he, He's trying to hang Finding on to anybody. Yeah, it's like, funny. Oh, I want to be part of this group now. Uh, the best part of the match for me was the stuff of Stevie Richards. This match bored the fuck out of me. They have had... They have had and will have better matches. Um... This just was a miss for me. What did I put? I don't remember just what I put. An absolute miss I didn't, for me. I'll be honest. I I didn't mind this match. I just expected a little bit more. Here's what I put. I gave it a flat two. Let's call this snug because there were definitely parts of this match mm-hmm. where they were being snug. This was definitely a test for the former ECW stars, uh, but I said they seemed to pass. Uh, it didn't get out of control. You you can tell when Bradshaw quits working and starts shooting. He, that didn't happen here. Interference from Dance and Stevie leads to a win and an ass kicking. Yep. So yeah. But yeah, you're right. Um, they would have better. But yeah, it was 
It was all right. I was going to say that headbutt spot, just because I've seen so many Dudley matches going forward. When it wasn't that spot, I was like, oh, I was super <laughs> let down. Nothing to do with them. It's nothing they can control yet. Yeah. It's like, not pop culture. Oh, cult damn it, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. That's not the one yeah. I wanted. I was like, well, that was lame. Yeah. <laughs> and I, he could quit stuttering any day now. Yeah. Just any time you'd like would be great. Today, Junior. Although, the fact that Devon hits him in the head. I like that part. I like it because it brings back. They never did this in WWE or anywhere else. In ECW, how they got together was Devon was the bully. And Bubba Ray was scared of him. He used to bully Ray. Yeah, he used to bully Ray. He used to bully Bubba. And it's funny, they (laughs) never went back. They even had Spike be the fucking bully at one point. But they never had Devon show any kind of... uh, Once they got to the main stage, it was always Bubba Ray. There was the bully or the alpha male. Devon was almost a sidekick for most of that run. Mm -hmm. And I think it's just so weird because when it started, it was Devon who was the alpha male. And Bubba was the comedy. Uh, we go backstage and we see Luna walking to the uh, ring, but then Ivory jumps her. So our match begins: Luna versus Ivory for the uh, women's championship. Are you sure football wasn't better? Yes. Uh, Luna oh, throws uh, a TV at Ivory, but misses. Luna puts yes, she Ivory would have a TV thrown at your face. Uh, Jesus Christ! Dude. You, don't wrestle Ivory in an hardcore match. Or uh, Luna. Yeah. Luna. Fuck. Luna puts Ivory on the copy machine. And starts making copies of. Uh, Okay, hold on. I, I, I was so into all the stuff they were missing. I was like, Jesus. <laughs> I love the copy machine, okay? Yeah. One, Lawler does what she said. Oh, I thought uh, that's not the part you usually copy. Right. But, JR. JR. Did you catch it? Oh, JR, yeah. JR, making the copies. Making the copies. <laughs> I was like, who thought JR would pull out an SNL reference? Looks like they're making the copies. <laughs> uh, oh, cameraman gets knocked down, uh, walk, trying to walk. Ivory tries to pin Luna. But Luna wasn't on her, was on her stomach. Just uh, count it anyway, says Cameron. Uh, Luna throws Ivory into the garage door. But uh, Actually, I love that one. Jr. was like, uh, "Well, if her shoulders weren't down. That's usually how a pin works." <laughs> <Yeah>. so, <laughs> uh, Luna throws Ivory into the garage door. However, Ivory stops short, and then she just jumps into the <laughs> into the. Well, she threw her from approximately a mile away. Yeah, Somewhere Nia Jax is taking notes. Yep. Uh, That's how you do it. Luna throws Ivory onto a pallet of boxes, and then Luna gets on top of a forklift and does a splash, but only gets a two. Um, Luna misses hitting Ivory with something, and then she starts to choke Ivory with a stick. Standing up, and Harvey Rimpleman (laughs) tries to make a pin, and they're like, "Uh, what is happening? Never seen a vertical pin. (laughs) JR was not happy. JR, (laughs) that's the first vertical pin I've ever seen. Uh, this is where I loved having good old JR on the call. <laughs> yeah. She was like, this is fucking stupid. Yep. What the shit is this? We got AEW Dynamite Jim Ross. And here. then I love uh, that in a second he spoils the big return. He's like, is that over there? Is that, All right. That Tori? Tori? Yep. Well, Tori's doing a photo shoot in back. <laughs> and then uh, then tries to attack Ivory. But then Ivory throws her into a box. Yeah, that's about Tori speed. Can't even bumble that, right? Yep. Uh, Ivory gets a stick and uh, beats Luna with it and wins the match. Uh, three minutes and 37 seconds after the match. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but Luna and uh, Tori were standing side by side as Ivory was walking away. Then it looks like Luna takes a swing at Tori, <laughs> but then the camera like pans off. She probably fucking <laughs> she did. was, yeah. I'll go ahead. Um, a quarter of a star. Same. This sucked, plain and simple. That's all my notes. Uh, only Tori 
could interfere and it helped the person she was attacking. Yeah. <laughs> right. You I mean, blew the surprise when the announcer was like, is that Tori over there? She's so one, I wonder why she's standing there. She's so bad. Like, what I'll, the fuck, I'll dude? say this. I'll say this. The match was terrible. Yes. But I was giggling at points. The, like I said, the best parts of the match were the shit J- where they were was flinging JR. shit yeah. at each other they were missing with. No, the best part was JR. Yeah. Making copies. <laughs> Making the copies. Never seen a vertical pin before. <laughs> <laughs> and also, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Like, have you never seen a match in your life? That's yeah, a vertical pen, 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 pal. Pen, yeah. uh, <laughs> we go, we go, we go to Lillian May Young and uh, Mula. Uh, Lillian says that uh, they really should stay out of Jarrett's way, but Mula says that that he needs to stay out of their way. Then Ivory comes out of nowhere and is like, "See, look what just happened! I'm the best!" And then uh, Mula and Ivory begin to get in a little tussle. And then I remember what the fuck is coming, so I'm like, "God damn it! I forgot about it. I completely forgot about it." Well, let's see about this next upcoming match. The WWF Tag Team Championship. Edge and Christian, the number one contenders that won the contendership like a month ago. Yeah, Tag like, Team Terminal. By beating the yeah. Acolytes. Versus... The number one contenders, but there's been like five title changes in between them. Accurate. And they were never in one of the matches. You don't, you don't worry about that. Uh, versus the New Age Outlaws. Uh, I don't understand when Road Dog comes out first and then Billy comes out. I think Billy just was not at the curtain. He's the star. Um, no, the point I was gonna make is maybe next time I like the, uh, through the crowd entrance for Edge and Christian, mm-hmm. but maybe don't start him in the nosebleeds next time. Ideally. I mean, holy fuck. Or have them start walking before the music starts. <laughs> yeah, right. So they're, you think so you they're moving along. You so think I mean, you know it's a work in progress. Yeah. They'll, they'll figure it out. Um, fast pace. I think this was, in my mind, this was a fast pace match between the two. Oh, thank Christ. Uh, dude, Billy crowd needed one. Considering what we've had before this, uh, Billy Gorilla press slams Christian on the Road Dog's knee, and at the time, uh, I love that move. By the way, uh, Lawler asks, and they bring up the uh, brawl from the back between Mula and Ivory. J- uh, Lawler asks Jr. if Mula and May were cheerleaders at Oklahoma, and that <laughs> popped them both. Yeah, he was like, "Where? What position did I play? <laughs> did they play football? That's so fucking funny." And then he, this was this, yeah, this was the same. Because he kept going on about Mula and May. Yeah. And Jared going, I don't know. And he's like, I don't want to say Mula's old, but she owes God a quarter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Edge and Christian put Road Dog in the turnbuckle, and Christian runs off Edge's back and hits the crossbody. They try and do it again, but Road Dog turns around and punches Christian. Road Dog goes with a pump handle slam on Christian, but begins to hump him behind, and Jared's like, what the hell is that? JR was not having that. <laughs> I think JR just figured out what the shiznit doggy style means. I think so. Uh, Edge, yes, Jerry knew. Bluetooth. Edge hits uh, a spear on Road Dog, but then the new brood come out and drag Christian out of the ring and t- attack him. Jeff hits a drop kick on Edge. Edge gets up but falls into a, a famouser by one Mr. Ass for the win. Still WF Tag Team Champions, the New Age Outlaws. This match went 11 minutes and 7 seconds. Uh, I mean, technically the right team won. This crowd is fucking huge for this team. Uh, they're so over at this point. And Edge and Christian aren't, uh, aren't there yet. I thought it was weird, though. I mean, it makes sense. You got two two babyface teams, so mm-hmm. one should play Subtle Hill, and the right one did. It was yeah. the Outlaws. Um, as I said, I gave it two and three quarters. Pretty good little tag match. It's jarring to see the Outlaws back together. <laughs> I know it's early in this run, but they also feel like a, a kind of a relic with this new tag scene, I said. 
can see that. Yeah, you have all those bright, fresh new teams in the Outlaws. Um, and granted, they only came together two years ago. But it's funny already, how... Yeah. We're, well, they we're were the, the point, only tag team for two right, years. <laughs> we're to the point now where there's almost like a new Attitude Era from the old Attitude Era. And especially in the tag division, <sighs> there's all these new teams, and then you still have the Outlaws all of a sudden. It's like kind of a relic. You know, it's funny about what you just said, because I agree with you this, that Edge and Christian did good for this match as they're, they're the young up-and-coming versus the vets, yeah. and the vets are trying to get them over, but also put themselves back yeah. over on top. Yeah. But you're right with the fact that the and when the outlaws started, it was them, <laughs> the new black jacks, new black jacks, Legion of Doom, Legion of Doom, Luminati, Headbangers, uh, yeah. Oddities, yeah, Cactus and Terry Funk. Yeah, I so, mean they, the tag division was not great. Now, great. now it's so far the Dudley Boys, the Hardy Boys, Acolytes, Acolytes, Edge and Christian, Hollies. the Hollies, uh, the you Outlaws. Can, I mean, throw, now, you, you can yeah, you can throw. Uh, the kind tie in there mm-hmm. sometimes. I mean, there's new blood. Yeah, uh, take her and show until a week ago. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Rock and sock. Yeah, it's you got your uh, X Pac Kane. It's a loaded yeah, division. Yeah, X Pac Kane. It's a loaded division. Yeah. Um, it just it's funny that Vince going. Oh, there's all those teams that could break up. All these single feuds. It's just funny that you get. You're right. The fact that the Allies have been together for two years, but it's that different way of. They've been together and on screen for two years, and they spent the past like two months, three months apart. However, they're being forced down us. However, it doesn't feel that way to with current people, even within current wrestling. Corey, I have to ask you the question. Just the question that every tag team is asked. Nine inches. In this Outlaws team, who's Sean? Who's Marty? <laughs> Who are you going to call Sean Michaels in this team? <laughs> oh, you didn't know. <laughs> No, I gotta tell you, Billy Gunn is the Shawn Michaels of that team. Oh, how does uh, that make you feel? Uh, not great. <laughs> just means that I'm just an ass man. Ass man. It just means that there's a huge talent disparagement between the Rockers and the New Age Outlaws. <laughs> Whereas, um, no disparaging Road Dog or Billy Gunn, but Marty Jannetty is light years better than either one of them. Can somebody do maybe a, today? Is maybe still today he's still better. Prime. Can somebody do a remake of uh, Shawn Michaels theme music, but instead of the "I'm just a sexy boy," I'm just an ass boy. Oh, oh <laughs> just an ass boy, Billy! I like to kick it. I, I like, like to stick it. it. I'm gonna pick it. And I'm an ass man, ass man. <laughs> I'll make your ass hurt. Ass <laughs> hurt. Bradshaw, is that you? Yeah. Shower time. Yeah. All right, let's move on. We're going to recap uh, a SmackDown of the Bulldog attacking The Rock. I'm just going to let you talk for a while. And then we go to Lillian Garcia with Triple H and Bulldog. Lillian asks Bulldog why he attacked The Rock. Because I'm bizarre. Every time he talks, I always think he's going to say that. Rock's, uh, Bulldog says he attacked The Rock because The Rock thinks he's cocky and had to take him down a notch. Uh, he is, and you didn't, but okay. Uh, Triple H says, you know, <laughs> as a... <laughs> <laughs> Bulldogs, who basically talking talking about taking the rock down a notch. Triple H is like, oh yeah, I'm winning the title tonight. So <laughs> fuck you guys. Now we got a call with Bossman. Bossman is a nice uh, black guy. Dude, his eyes. He is so lucky. He still has fucking sight. Yeah. Uh, Bossman threatens to stick up uh, his nightstick up Cole's ass. I mean, prison guard. Yeah, uh, we got Lillian and she. Hard time, boy. We go with Lillian with Al Snow, and he says he's going to kick Bossman's ass. So let's go to our next match, Corey. 
Candle from Hell match. Um, Al Snow versus Big Boss Man. Let, let's break this down. It is a the Blue Cage. Dun, 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 dun. Hey, dun, the Blue Cage is back. I'm all for that. That uh, is first sir- appearance since uh, Frustrated in the goddamn work for it, I believe. Well, here's the weird thing. They actually used it at St. Valentine's Day Massacre. Oh, that's right. They and painted did. the fucking thing black. That's right. And then repainted it blue for this match. You fuckers. Just leave it black. Checks out. So we have the blue, blue cage surrounding the ring. Yep. And then we have a hell in a cell surrounding that because the, the dogs I, are to be locked in I with them. I have a question about that. Yeah. They have a mesh cage. Why don't they just use the mesh cage around the ring? This made this so hard to see. I think it was because of the spot where they would try to jump from that cage to the other one. I think that makes it incredibly harder if they're both mesh. Yeah. Especially guys their size. Uh, That's fair. Al brings out a bag of weapons. Uh, boss man comes out first, but he has to, uh, comes out second, but he has to stall because the blue cage is still being put together yeah. as they're both entering the ring. That's another thing. So if you're going to start with that horseshit match to start the night, start with this so you can build the fucking cage. Right. What the fuck are you doing? I Or build this during the fucking women's match. Like, their, like, formatting did not fucking make yeah. sense tonight at the women, all. The women's match was... was this? Yeah, it was all in the back. Yeah, they, they were in the back building for this 10 fucking minutes. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? You could have done this and then done the tag match. Switch like, it, because the tag yeah, match it was fucks before this. this match and then fucks the next match. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, uh, match begins. However, guess what, guys? The dogs are still not out. You don't say. And then someone let the dogs out as here they come. <laughs> As Bossman's trying to get into the blue cage, but uh, Al is holding him back. The dogs enter the cage. One pees on the door as he enters. It just fucking <laughs> everywhere, dude. And Lawler was not going to let it rest. <laughs> nope. Uh, dogs bark at each other instead of the wrestlers. Uh, Al gets out of the ring and clips the uh, the Hell in Cell spot that... Uh... Hang on. Let me, let me see what? if I can... Hang on. Oh. Uh... Oh, shit. Al, Al jumps from one side of the cage to the other, and he's trying to escape. However, uh, he has to jump back in over back into the blue cage because the dogs were barking, so he had to sell that. But then Bossman hits a superplex off the top of the cage. Not a lot of room there back in that ring. That move. Go that Hogan <laughs> However, they gave us the shot outside the cage, and then they had to reshow the in the replay of what it looked like. I also love that Lawler lets you know that the dogs just shit all over the place. Yeah, the dogs <laughs> shit everywhere. <laughs> That had to smell so great ringside. Oh, my God, dude. Al gets busted open after getting hit with something. Uh, Bossman grabs some pliers and tries to escape. He cuts an opening in the top of the cage, but Snow uh, hits him with a baseball bat. Uh, Bossman uses those pliers on Snow's ear. Uh, Bossman does his typical, I mean, trying to throw powder in your face. Bossman throwing powder in your face is like Ric Flair trying to do a jump, a jump off the top from Michael. Never going to happen. Classic hill misstep every yep. time. Bossman's now busted open. Pipe uh, powder? Yeah. yeah. You know, rough powder. Uh, it's actually fiberglass. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Snow, uh, Al Snow puts uh, Bossman's arm through the cage and has a dog try to have a dog bark at, uh, try and bite him. Too busy the looking. Dog like, the dog was too busy looking in the other way. <laughs> sniffing each other's ass. Yeah, taking shits. Just do a dog style. <laughs> At one point, I wouldn't be afraid. Yeah, they were just banging on the outside. <laughs> they probably were at one point. Uh, Boss they didn't show them at all. Yeah, uh, Bossman hits Snow some weak shots with a shovel, and then hits him again when he's uh, on the ground. I and love there's that the thud. Jr. was like, 
Uh, that was a shot with a shovel. <laughs> You're also not having any of this fucking match either. It's terrible. Well, probably because dogs pissing and shitting right in front, in front of, of them. them. Yeah. <laughs> Smells like a barnyard. It's like thick Christ on the side of the fucking cage. My right. God. Uh, Bossman handcuffs Snow the turnbuckle. Bossman tries to escape through the hole he cut, but Snow breaks out the handcuffs and rattles the ropes, and Bossman falls onto the ropes. Nut shot. Snow uses head on Bossman. Both men Crop try. Head, yep. Uh, Bossman try. Uh, both men try to leave the cage. Al Snow jumps through onto the other cage and goes through the door. While Bossman tries to climb through the hole that he cut, but Al gets out there first. Your winner in this kennel from hell, Al Snow. Eleven minutes and twenty-five seconds after the match, the dogs have to chase uh, Bossman out. But then one of the trainers falls, and when he, they're chasing him at the top of the at the flat stage, yep. guys, go on. Corey, you please go first. I have an right. interesting couple questions for you at the end. All right. Um, please. Negative two and a half. There it is. Oh. Uh, wow. Legendarily bad, and that certainly holds up. Yep. The dogs were more concerned with sniffing ass than biting anyone. The dogs, however, did perfectly rate the match when they shit all over the floor. <laughs> um, I, and I will say this. In the early 2000s, when they would release WF home videos. Yeah. Uh, you know where I'm going with this? Do you? Mick Foley released a, the best of hits and misses, the best of Mick Foley. Okay. They would pick a match of your career to have as a bonus on there. Would you do commentary with Michael Cole or whatever? Uh-oh. For Foley's DVD, he picked this match just so he could shit, shit all over Al Snow in this fucking concept. It's fun to watch it with that commentary. I it's have- Foley just... Bury the entire thing. I have to say, I do love the fact that for the past 20 years that I've been watching wrestling or following Mick Foley in some way. It's always awesome. He always has to. It's amazing. He has to make fun of Snow in some shape or form. And now Snow's like, we're not even friends anymore. I don't know why he's ragging on me. You know, just stuff like that. I'm like. Because it's a a, a shtick. Yep. I have to go take an owl and wipe my service. So uh, I love your rating. Negative two and a half. Uh, I went with the straight up, and I don't. I'll ask, I don't think I've ever rated a match like this. Zero stars. Yeah, it's not a dud. Ooh. It's somehow worse than a dud. Yes. It's zero stars. It's bad. My question for you two gentlemen is: Spoiler alert! This is the worst match of the night. We're just gonna get this out of the way, right? It's, yes. No. Yeah. This is the yeah. worst match yeah. of the night. Is this worse than Hogan Warrior last no. year? No. If I remember correctly, I went negative four. Yeah. On Hogan Warrior, it's not worse than that, huh? Nope. No. Um. It's it's flirting with it. It's the only one I could come up with that was close. It's flirting with it, but it's not worse. Um, that is legendarily just all time is horrendous. Horrendous. WWF's worst match of all time. <sighs> That's a tough question. Uh, there have been some stinkers. I'd have to. Doesn't think. have literal dog shit. <laughs> I would have to think about it, but it's definitely on the list. I mean, it's in the discussion. Oh my um, god. I was dreading the show for this match. It's so bad. I promised myself years ago I would never watch it again. <laughs> and, then, and then I was like, well, I have to watch it yeah. again. <laughs> and it's as bad. I should have pulled out the Foley DVD and watched for this commentary. I'm surprised. It's, yeah, I'm surprised that in 1999 they made a Hell in a Cell match at a a, a pay-per-view that isn't one of the big... Well, let's big, talk about it. Let's yeah. talk about it real quick. Nobody talks about the fact that they almost killed the Hell in a Cell gimmick in 99 with both the Taker-Boss Man match yep. and this thing in the same year. Yep. 
they almost killed their biggest money-making gimmick concept in forever. Mm-hmm. Two years after creating it, just because of this shitty booking. It was the best innovative match they had since the Rumble. Yeah. It was the best one. And it took them all two years to damn near kill it. Uh, we'll get to it, but there's a certain match in February of 2000 that basically saves it. Because yep. by this point, people were like, oh, um, Man, this sucks for somebody as good as Boss Man. This is on his resume. Yeah, no, he doesn't. This is... This is and it's not, I mean, it's not Phil Al Snow either, but for somebody no, as shit. good as Boss Man, this sucks. This is, like, part of his, like, was, lore. Was this, like, uh, and I'm probably thinking way too much into it because this is the kind of shit I'm sure McMahon thinks is hilarious. Oh, I'm sure you fucking love this match. But was this, like, the parting fuck you from a certain creative guy booking, like, yeah, we'll see how, how good you do with this literal pile of shit I'm giving you. Probably. Because this is terrible. I think so. Oh. <sighs> Uh, let's go backstage with Michael Cole. Michael. Michael. Maggle. And Mankind. Uh, uh, he asked Mankind, hey, what happens if you and The Rock go, uh, if they face <laughs> off Mankind, we go, I will lay the smack down on The Rock's candy ass. But don't tell him. But don't tell him that, okay? Don't say I said that, please. <laughs> uh, let's go to our next match, shall we? As it's Chris Jericho. Versus Ken Shamrock, baby. Well, hold on, hold on. That feud's been building. In all fairness, uh, thank God Jericho, WCW Jericho is still here because it takes uh, someone of Lionheart Chris Jericho's uh, heel shtick caliber to spend the seven minutes slowly walking to the ring Right, it takes those guys to bring the fucking cage down. And his face, like when he did the pose, he turned around, he was like, God fucking, seriously, they're still taking this fucking cage down? <laughs> no, I've never seen a guy take slower, smaller <laughs> steps to the ring. <laughs> Does the, like, the Does regal, 85, yeah. 85 muscle poses to the camera. I felt like, honestly, as he was going through the curtain, Vince was probably like, fucking talking to this and kill fucking time because <laughs> yeah. these assholes are still taking a case. They should have. Should have given him a mic because holy fuck. Fuck, man. Curtis, he, with Curtis Hughes, uh, he cuts a promo as they take down the uh, cage. So he's supposed to take on X-Pac, uh, Ken Shamrock, but he takes on X-Pac. Corey. I think it's better. <laughs> Corey. Yes. Why? Because Shamrock wanted to do MMA again, and I uh, said, I mean, not if you're going to stay here, because, you know, first of all, you know, we're paying you a shit ton of money. Yep. Second of all, what if you go get your ass kicked? That hurts your yeah, ability on my you're show. You're no good to us. Which is not, um, by the way, both are logic reasons, or those are very logical reasons to yeah. say no to him. Yeah. He's, he's not Brock Lesnar. No. You know, Brock Lesnar can lose in UFC and still be fine. This, yeah. this is not that. <laughs> so it was more like, but but they were cool. They were like, you know what? Go. Yeah, would they have done that a year earlier? Even no, no. But by the fall of '99, they're way ahead. They have deep talent. They're like, you know what? Go ahead. We, we Go can, ahead. We can yeah. lose a Shamrock. Go ahead. It's fine. Um, so our next match is Chris Jericho versus X Pac. Uh, before the match, Jericho was saying that he's hit or saved WF in this boring pay-per-view. <laughs> that part's true. And then, oh, just wow. like Shamrock's career, he's going to end Xbox tonight. Joe. Yeah. He wasn't around, but he listened. We are finally getting our much-ballyhooed Halloween Havoc 96 rematch between Six and Chris Jericho. That's right. Who'd have thunk it? Not I. I think at one point, like, I think it was JR who's like, said something like, this could be a dream match. And I was like, what? Well, it was. It, and, it, <laughs> Don't worry about that. Everybody. And that was a bit of a banger, too. I mean, yeah. So, I mean, I'm looking forward to this. Uh, X-Pac goes to the X-Factor, but Jericho hits a spinebuster-type move. Kind of. Uh, Jericho goes to the Lion Tamer, but X-Pac throws him out of the ring. <clears throat> X-Pac hits a springboard crossbody to the outside, 
and kind of over jumps Jericho. Um, Jericho hits the top rope missile drop kick. Um, however, during this match, the crowd is entertained by something going on in the crowd while Jericho is putting on head, a bunch of headlocks. So I think it was women flashing because there wasn't like the crazy rush of people like for a fight. It was yeah. just like routinely cheering over yeah. and over again. So I, I think, think it was, it was Yep. Uh, Jericho throws X-Pac off the ropes and X-Pac drop kicks Mr. Hughes through the ropes. And then he hits a springboard clothesline off the top rope. That was nice. What the hell is that at? You know what <laughs> I mean? Like I, that's a, it was a sweet move. Uh, X-Pac goes for the Bronco Buster, but Jericho kicks him in the groin and then uh, hits a s- second rope senton. Jericho hits X-Pac with the double power bomb. Uh, <clears throat> X-Pac hits an upside-down Bronco Buster. That the crowd popped huge That for. was awesome. <laughs> right. Uh, Hughes gets in the ring and knocks out the ref and then tags X-Pac. Then they ring the bell. Road Dog comes out and makes the save. 12 minutes and 57 seconds. Notice... Mr. Ass didn't make the save. Mm-hmm. Yep. Do you have anything to say? I do. Uh, so I think you're going to like this more than I did. Mm-hmm. Well, I, uh, now, I will preface this by saying this is not a bad match, but mm-hmm. this is definitely Jericho's worst match. This was very sloppy. They missed a bunch of spots for whatever reason or, you know, whoever, whatever. Which, which would explain one thing I want to talk about. Um, I do, I felt like the upside down Bronco Buster was a Jericho idea. I felt like you, because like he either hits it everybody, everybody does the the foot spot, which yeah. he did. He was like, "What if we flipped it around?" Makes sense. What if you did a different one? Because they're gonna pop for it. And he was right. I mean, that was a, that was a, the best spot of the match for me. Was that spot? It was very creative and very awesome. Give the crowd what they wanted, but it was different, so they didn't expect it. Uh, it was an okay match. I did enjoy it, um, not to the level you might think. I gave it three and a quarter. Mm-hmm. I said um, X-Pac replacing the departing Shamrock uh, made this match all the much better. Yeah. Um, it got time. I enjoyed it a good deal, but it uh, needed an actual finish. And then to talk about the other part, which you're dead on about. A little sloppy. They, um, from what it looked like, they weren't on the same page. No. Uh, they were in the same book. They just weren't on the same page. You could visibly see X-Pac being very agitated when the match was over. Very much. Uh, and I do believe this is the famous match where he went to the back and told Vince that Jericho can't work. Mm-hmm. Kid and don't got it. Kid don't got it. He can't work. He's the shits. Um, Triple H was already in Vince's ear about that. Yeah. So this is the match that kind of buries him. Um, which is unfortunate, man. And so, and I was, I was watching some of this, like, Kind of closely, there were points where, like, X-Pac would do something, and he would hit him hard, and Jericho was like, all right, fine, I'll hit you harder, which then pissed X-Pac off. I'm like, but you, you hit, like, what do you expect? Like, you know what this is, man. Like, and Especially since he's worked it before. He knows He's it. worked it before. He's worked in WCW before. Yeah. He knows what this culture he knows is. It, 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 but he's part of the clique. He's part of the clique, man. And um, to me, he's... At this point, he's part of the more dangerous click, Triple H click. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I still enjoy the guy's work, Triple yeah. H. But 99 through 2003, he plays the political game like a fucking shark. And X-Pac, he's not dumb. He knows where his bread is buttered. Yeah. Uh, plus, he was going through some shit. 
He yeah. wasn't of sound mind and body like he is now. Uh, and let's not face facts. He's got to protect his spot, too. Mm-hmm. Jericho's there. Jericho at this point is better. And he real- I think he realizes yeah. it. Jericho, Jericho was just better than he is. Jericho was better. He was better on the mic. Yep. He was more main event WWF than X-Pac is or was. Look at the pop he gets whenever he comes out. He is yep. giant over. So there were sharks circling the water, and the match did him no favors. Now, I- I'll tell you what, though. I watched the match with a, with a fine-tooth comb mm-hmm. because I knew this was the match in yeah. question. And I'm not saying Jericho's not at fault. They were both, yeah, they, they they were both off. in different areas. Yeah, But I was waiting to see something that was so egregious that I could see where X-Pac was coming from, and I didn't uh, see it. I, you, I think a spot that, came, what, that I pointed out is the um, crossbody that, X-Pac does to the outside mm-hmm. and he overfly he overjumps Jericho and he like kind of goes face first into the ground into the wall. Well, what's Jericho supposed to do about that though? Yeah. I, I, I know he's that. I, oh, I know that, but like that's one of those moves I saw. He, he can't grow six inches. I, I actually think for me it was I think the Spinebuster one that he they kind of botched earlier in the yeah. match because at that point like they rolled over and you can see X-Pac roll over and say something to him. Probably like yeah. what the fuck? Probably like what the fuck dude? Yeah. Like and then at that point, they just kind of like, they did as little as possible to help each other out, which is really unfortunate because they could have stolen the, the oh, yeah. night. I mean, these two, at this point, are so good. Which brings that there up... There isn't anybody that Locker could compete with them, right? If they wanted oh, to yeah. have a they, great these match. These are the two tops right now. There isn't a chance somebody could follow it. So, that brings... I've always wanted to talk about this, and this is the perfect opportunity. The hypocrisy, the double standard of WWF wrestlers mm-hmm. and management. It's entertainment. You're not supposed to be stiff. Okay. Okay. It's fine. However, you have a subculture of your division, your people, Bradshaw, Bradshaw, Farouk, who are very stiff at times, take great pride in it, and you brag and put them over for it. As a way to break them in. Yeah. Break them into and, the business. And the management puts them over for it. They're, it's great. You, that's cool. But when someone else comes in and is also stiff... You don't know how to work, and that's not how we do things here. Except for this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy, and this guy. It's been that way forever, and it's such a fucking double standard. How can you stand there with a straight face and say, you don't know how to work because you're too stiff, but then put over Bradshaw in the same breath? It just doesn't make sense to me. Yep. I uh, Man, I would have loved to have seen... Bradshaw Jericho match where Bradshaw does that shit. Jericho's like, all right, motherfucker. Yeah. I will kick the living fuck out of you. Let's see how you feel about it. And it's tough going for Jericho now until a miracle happens in the early next year and mm-hmm. he gets saved. Which is unfortunate, man. Uh, because a lot of people uh, left a lot of money on the table not working with him. Yeah. He yeah. is like, I, I guess I get it to a point because you want your spot. But to not recognize how over he is and not see that's that's an that's an immediate main event feud. Well, the Vince thing to me is even more like I don't care if he's from WCW or not, and I know Vince's idea is we have to break down everybody we sign to remake them in our image so that they're loyal to us. But he's been getting monster pops since he debuted. How could you not yeah, run with I it? I don't know. How do you not run with it? And you know what's and what's more hypocritical about that is they knew that going in because they put him on the. Fucking Mike with the Rock. Yeah, his first night in the company, dude. No one else got that. Like you fucking knew what you had the moment we, you we, signed him. Week two, he was out against Taker and Show. Like and you knew Taker did not like that. You knew what you had. Yeah. And so you, name so, another new guy that gets uh, to promo the Rock in his debut. Yep. 
<laughs> like, so at some point, man, Vince, I, he always prides himself that he's kind of, he's kind of with the boys. He kind of like, yeah. he likes to kind of let them run their own little locker room. Mm-hmm. But at some point, man, you have to be like, well, Xbox fucking deal with it. Like, yeah. this dude is fucking over. Be over like him. Cut a promo. I love X Pac, but you can't cut a promo. His promo's garbage. He had the one promo the night he came back because it was, was a good. shoot. Because it was promo. a shoot promo on Hogan and Bischoff. When he has to cut a storyline promo, it's garbage. Yep, that was always his one weak point. Mm-hmm. As much as I love him, and that is the what they and need you to it. do in WWE. They need you to be on the mic, and he'll admit it now. Yeah, you know, but back then, the time, yeah, different times. No, uh, we get a highlight of our main event: the six pack challenge. So let's go to it, shall we? Our main event for the WWE. Crowd finding was like, fucking Christ. Right, they woke up. <laughs> yep. For the WWF Championship six-pack challenge as Mankind versus Big Show versus Kane versus British Bulldog versus Triple H versus The Rock. British Bulldog? I don't think I was supposed to be in this match. Wait a minute. Wait. You're right. Yeah. I was uh, also going to say, notice they didn't, they actually did use the 99 Bulldog music on the paper. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, yes, up until Thursday. Thursday? Yeah, Thursday. Yeah, Thursday. <laughs> so was That's when SmackDown, Thursday. baby. Yep. Um, it was supposed to be Undertaker. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there was a lot going on with Undertaker at the time. Yeah, there was. A lot going on. So uh, let's let's talk about the one thing first. Uh-huh. He was dealing with a lot of injuries. Yeah. He was he had a, he was limping like crazy. Uh, he had a very serious hip injury. And I was like, because I went a deep dive on this guy. Yeah. He actually pulled his groin in that match at SummerSlam. Yep. A severe groin pull. Had a severe point groin. Fun. A terrible hip injury. And I want to say an ankle injury, too. Probably from that Hell in a Cell match in 98 that he never took time off for. Like, from the waist down, this dude was shot. And the hip injury was so severe, there was fear he would never come back. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's your movement. That's everything. Yeah. And I'm going to do that size. Big, dead, big guy. So that's one part. Yep. The other part, part, his contract is coming up. Uh-huh. And he's been, he's been talking a lot to Big Sexy. Yeah, Taker and Nash have been burning the midnight oil on the old phone lines, mm-hmm. and he uh, is very much considering a change of venue. Just interesting. I can't believe in in the landscape of the fall of '99, he's considering moving to WCW. But money and we know with this guy, yep, uh, respect talks. He, uh, I don't know, I don't know how much of this has ever been out and fully open, but he is not terribly happy from like mid '98 on in WWF. Mm-hmm. Uh, with he, he doesn't mind the risque attitude stuff. It's just that he can't stand Vince Russo and his booking so much yep. that he's not feeling uh, respected. He's not feeling creatively fulfilled, even though they built. The entire year around him, pretty much. He's on the poster for this pay per view. Yes, he is. He's not at. Um, <laughs> and I think he, I think some of it is pride. I think yeah. Sean left, Brett left, so should've he should be company. should at least one of the top two. Mm-hmm. And he was until Rock got hot, and you can't say he's top two anymore because it's undis- undisputedly undisputedly it's the Austin and Rock. Yeah. Um, and and with the stronger Triple H gets, you can say he's not even third. 
And since Jericho's been here, he's probably not fourth. Jericho's getting monster pops. And with Mick Foley being around, he's probably not fifth. And Big Show, they've been doing a good job with Big Show with Taker's help. Kane. And Kane is on. There's seven guys, theoretically. 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 That could be above him. No. (laughs) No. (laughs) Safely not. And then D'Lo. No. DeLorean Brown. Honestly, you want to be completely fucking honest? Deborah's tits are significantly bigger, more important than he is. Yep. That's that's not a lie. So, and you know what? With the storyline they're doing, China. Yep. So, so eleven. He's, <laughs> so he's he's talking to WCW, uh, or at least Kevin two. Nash. Yeah, that's like thirteen. Yeah. <laughs> so he's talking to Kevin. Oh, Nash. Yeah, I forgot China. Plus, he's also smart enough to realize I can't be the Undertaker in WCW. Nope. But. Mm-hmm. I could be uh, kind of like a version of me, mm-hmm. a biker, attitude, I talk a lot of shit. A gimmick they did not have in that company. No. Uh, so that's why he's kind of been doing this the last month. He's getting over a character that mm-hmm. conceivably he's going to have to play on another TV channel because yep. he can't be the dead man. I, yeah, I, I never knew about that yep. so in 99. Two questions uh, with that. Do you think... At this point, it was known that Russo was going, and so no. that's probably part of the reason. No, you don't think so? No, he had caught everybody off guard. He made it because he made the deal in silence, and then um, got drunk and called McMahon in the middle of the night to tell him he was done. Checks out. If he didn't get drunk, he'd probably just leave. Yeah, bro. Um, so nobody knew. So probably helped him resign. With WWE, I have to be honest. Was gonna oh, Russo was down there then, huh? Ah, so after the match, but it actually makes more sense now as we're talking about this. Say in October, just yeah. say October nineteen ninety eight. Straight up, if you were, if you had been both of these companies, would you have traded Sting for Taker? Straight up, because WWF wanted Sting, WCW definitely wanted Taker. Would you like in a theoretical world? Would you have just Ed, traded or, straight or up or Crow Sting? I don't think Crow Sting would have fit in WWF. You don't? Yeah, it would replace Taker. It 100% would have fit. I think he would have fit completely as Crowsting. 100%. 100% the Well, I'm like, if it's more of the self-loathing Crowsting in the beginning. Well, I think it fits I just think the dude. I just think the dude who comes out of nowhere with a bat and beats the shit out of yeah. people I don't, I just with that crow it. paint I, would get over like crazy. I, I, I just don't see it right now. Like, I'm just like, I'm trying to see, picture in my head right now Sting in the Attitude Era and Dota F. I just don't so, know. I don't think that Steve Borden would have loved being in the Attitude no. Era. No. But yeah, as a company, straight up, would you trade those two? Maybe maybe from for me Ooh. right now, no, yeah. because of the fact that I'm watching <laughs> this on WCW right now, I've of what they one. want him to be, I don't think it would fit. I've got a better one. Okay. Yeah. You trade Taker to WCW uh-huh. in late 98. Uh-huh. Prince for big, for big Papa Pump in the Attitude Era. Yes. Can you imagine 98 Scott Steiner and Austin promos? And that character is tailor-made for I, the Attitude Era. I, as a fan, I love it. I don't know that Vince ever wanted Steiner. I think he wanted Sting. Oh, yeah. I, you know, you can want. <laughs> I don't know. Because, like, he loves superstar Billy Graham and Big Papa Pump. Let's be honest. <laughs> I think it would be a little... We'd be underselling it if we called it an homage to mm-hmm. superstar Billy Graham. And he's a blatant that, ripoff? Is that the way to... And that body, <laughs> that body with Vince, 
I don't know. So man. I guess I, I guess <laughs> then my my I guess then my count that would be I don't know that that's the same level. I don't know that a taker for Steiner is the same level of trade. You could do more with Steiner in WWF, but at the like straight up, that's not the same level. It's not the same level. That'd be like trading, that's like trading Shaq for Lamar Odom and whoever yeah. the fuck they. I was like, that's not the same. They're trade. not the same level, but I think you get more out of Steiner than you do Sting. Kind of to Joe's point. Yeah, Sting. I think the character fits perfectly. Yeah, Crow Sting. I do. I just don't think Borden's going to be on board with Attitude Era. Yeah. Where I think Steiner will have no qualms about being in the Attitude Era. And you could get more out of him in the next three years. Whereas you keep Sting in WCW and you get that ticker Sting match. Steiner and Austin plus promos, you, Steiner and Rock promos. Plus you get Goldberg and Taker. When it meant when it would have meant something instead of yeah. that abortion. It would have been on that. TV. Yeah, on, on Thunder. Thunder. Yeah, Thunder. Uh, so uh, first, The Rock yeah. comes the fantasy out. Fantasy booking is fun. Yeah. The Rock comes out to uh, a new theme song. I hate it already. If you smell what The Rock is I mean, they cooking. just muscled it up. This just is the one that I know, know and love, and yeah. so it's, it's, it hits home so for me. To me, to, me it, to me, it was about the, the corporation one. Like that's Do you smell what The yeah. Rock is cooking? <laughs> the Rock ha. says. Uh, but I get it. He's the number one baby face. This guy's big, like the fucking... Big crowd pop. I mean. But then Austin's music hits. Of course. And then it dwarfs it. Yeah. And then... Oh, Bigger yeah. pop. This guy's here. Yeah. So the rules for this match is uh, every man for himself. However, you have to tag get tagged in. I like that. I liked it because I don't to a point. It, it just would have been too like everything else they do to just have all six guys fucking fighting at one point. And I agree. But why the fuck would you tag yourself out of a match? You want you you have to win. That's the that's only, true. That's Be- the only part I don't like about these kind of matches. If it would have been elimination, then it's different. But it's a sudden yeah. pit. And so you're or you have, or you be yeah. that snarky that is heel, the only one. or you be that snarky heel who won't tag himself in to the very last minute I and do, just rush <laughs> yourself. I do love like they Turn tried. It off. <laughs> they tried a different format, so that yeah. part, I'm just like yeah. that one part just irritates yeah. me. Now that is a pretty big logic gap. So yep, that makes sense. Which is why what Foley did is hilarious. <laughs> Uh, start match starts off with uh, every man fighting uh, each other, and then they separate. Uh, Kane drop kicks Big Show over the top rope. Bulldog tags in the Rock. And hey, hold just... on, hold on. Oh, you, yeah, you skipped something. No, no. First of all, oh. let's rerun what you just said. Oh, the the Kane drop kicks Big Show over the top rope. Just picture that, and so picture that, and rewind about a minute and a half to where Bulldog tried to drop kick and missed terribly, and should never do it again. It's almost like in 1999, <laughs> Bulldog shouldn't be in the ring. Yeah, yeah. Is that what you're trying to get at? That's what I'm getting at. No, no, I'm blatantly uh, saying but, it. But no. see, this helps McMahon as a character. I'm, I'm a loving person. I would never hurt Owen. I'm, I've employed his yeah. brother-in-law, yeah. who obviously doesn't blame me. Obviously. Yep. It's obviously it's riddled disgusting. with fucking yeah. painkillers. Uh, Bulldog tag. Tags himself in by tagging the rock out. However, he just attacks the rock instead. Uh, Bulldog then tags mankind in. So it's going to be mankind versus the rock. Mankind doesn't want to fight, fight the rock, so he tags in Kane. Uh, mankind with a couple uh, sit down power driver on Kane. I really like that sit down uh, pole. I like how anybody who isn't the size of Kane, it freaks me out when he does it to Kane. Yeah. So I'm like, you're going to cripple that dude. 
Mankind and Triple H fight up the ramp while everybody else is just standing on the eight corners. And I meant to bring this up. This, by the way, is my favorite Kane outfit. I like the all black with the red. Yes. Yeah. yes. I love this Kane outfit. My absolute favorite Kane outfit. This is a good one. This is, um, this is where it's weird. Like, I get the idea they had the original one because mm-hmm. he was supposed to be burnt from head yeah. to toe. But no, this is like the cool look. Yeah, this, this, is, this yeah. is the classic. This is the updated '99 version. Like, this is yep. such a yep. great gear look for him. Uh, oh, Triple H suplexes mankind on the ground. I like, don't the, say. I like that we're gearheads too. I like that. Yeah. Uh, Rock runs up and attacks Triple H. Everybody else runs up and they begin to brawl everywhere. Austin's just commentating. <laughs> yeah, I got I, uh, in my notes. I, I I have to say this about man. Uh, so yeah, Special Enforcer Stone Cold. He's on commentary. I liked him on commentary. He helped everybody. He's good. He he He's was trying it. to uh, boost everybody's up. I love him questioning mankind. Why the hell is he trying to win the time? That crazy bastard. Yep. He's playing chess while everyone else is playing chess. Uh, I bet you it's because Vince isn't yelling at him in his fucking ear. Yeah. Oh, he leaves, I bet him. you he lives him the fuck alone. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Dare you yell at me. Love that punk story. Um, <laughs> yeah. Shut the fuck off. Ma- mankind... Uh, <laughs> Mankind drops the still steps on Triple H's back. Just drops it on him. <sighs> that cannot feel good. Uh, Mankind God. hits the sit-down power driver on Triple H on the still steps. That was nasty. Then all the refs come down the aisle. It's, that's got to be true. Like, you have to trust whoever the fuck is doing that right. And I'm like, I would yeah. trust Mick Foley to do pretty much anything yeah. in a ring. Yeah. But that's, that's a huge... I knew. Ooh, then the man. Re- so then we have the refs who are on strike come on down the aisle. Because the ref is a scab. Yep. Or yep. no, it's a, he, he crossed the he crossed picket the line. He crossed the picket Cordaris, line. Cordaris, that yeah. little son of a bitch, who uh, JR fucking hates for crossing the picket line. Yep. I love, by the way, that, like, because at some point they were like, hey, we have to have, like, actual matches. We need one guy to work, like, seven matches. We have to have a fucking ref be Waller, is he going to ref every match? Yeah. <laughs> Probably should uh, Triple H and Rock battle uh, fight in front of the commentary table. Rock grabs Stone Cold beer and spits it in <laughs> Triple H's face. That does not. Uh, Stone Cold does. Uh, what the hell? Well, he, he, drank, my beer. he drank it first. He's like, well, if you have a drink, that's fine. If you're going to waste it, I'm not with that. Yeah. <laughs> um, the refs are down there. Mankind has. Uh, so the refs are still down there just watching. Mankind has Kane in a, in a sleeper hold. But Kane reverses it into a tombstone. But Big Show was the legal man, so the pin couldn't happen. Um, Big Show throws Kane over the top rope, but Kane gets up and hits a. Uh, uh, he lands on, gets up and then hits a uh, top rope uh, clothesline on Big Show. Uh, Bulldog then hits the power slam on Kane. Triple H then betrays Bulldog by pedigreeing him. Didn't see that coming. Uh, Mankind then double. Double arm DDTs, <laughs> Triple H, and then puts Mr. Sacco on the rock. And, uh, and Austin orgasms. Leg gasp. <laughs> yeah. Then the rock hits the rock bottom on Mankind. Mm-hmm. Triple H breaks up the pin. Big Show choke slams Mankind. Mm-hmm. One, two, then the refs pull out the... the, the this is where Austin was magnificent. And jumps him into the crypts here. He's yep. like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> the refs start beating up the other ref. He like, what the hell? And he just rips his headset off and goes over and starts whipping it. Yeah, Mac, uh, then, then Stone Cold runs over and starts beating up all the refs. <laughs> you know, the reason they were on strike in the first place is <laughs> yeah. not their ass beat again. <laughs> rep, Austin's now the ref. 
Uh, Rock hits the rock bottom and people's elbow on Triple H, uh, but Big Show pulls Austin out and goes for the choke slam, but uh, Austin gets out of it. Bulldog hits the rock with the chair and goes uh, for it again, but Austin grabs the chair and blasts Bulldog with it. Yeah, Triple H then pedigrees the rock, and that's making Austin have to make the cover of one, two, three. But I like, uh, kind of like Sean at SummerSlam 97. Yep. Hated you can see it. he didn't yeah. want to do it, but it was his job, so yeah. he went down and he did it. Yeah. Uh, your new WWF champion, Triple H, 20 minutes and 23 seconds. I, uh, I thought the match was fantastic. I really enjoyed the match. The only part I hated was at the end that Austin had to get that heat. You couldn't just let the champ. After the match, Triple H poses in front of him and Stone Cold you stuns him. Just let him fucking have the moment, man. You got to fucking stun the world champion, man. <sighs> That's a WWF trope. Got to send the crowd home happy. And that, that was my joke about God my. That was my it, comment man. earlier in the show about Triple H being the 98-99 flair of the fact that, hey, he just won champ, the title for the second time and ends the show with him being. Stunned. It's yeah. a, but unlike Flair, I don't think that was a Triple H call. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like Flair would have volunteered for that triple. Uh, Joe just told you're taking the stunner. Yeah. <laughs> I gave it three and three quarters. Mm-hmm. It was by far the best match of the night. Easily match of the night. Spoiler. <laughs> Jesus was the crowd hyped for this. Damn fun Attitude Era main event. Mm-hmm. Chaos and mayhem with a spirited finish. I really liked the last five minutes. Mm-hmm. So this is a great example of what this era did well. Mm-hmm. Is what I put. Uh, was it weird to anybody else that Bulldog was almost a non-factor in this match? Because how much of a how important it was that he was added to the match? He was almost non-existent. I think they knew he was on fumes. Let's be honest; he's only there to help the yeah. lawsuit. Because Vince needs a character witness, and <laughs> and I, I feel bad for him because you know honestly he's at this point he's thirty-seven. Yeah, I mean he's, I mean, he's being he's, used. I mean just. But he's 37, so it's not like he's past it. That's a hard 37. Yeah, especially with Ooh. that injury from WCW. That's a hard 37. Um, yeah. The, the longtime historical fan in me likes the fact he's getting a paycheck here. Yeah. Because he deserves it for everything he's done. Um, but he should not be in this. And let's be honest, if Taker hadn't been hurt and it had to be done, he wouldn't be in this. No. Um, so they probably redid it a little bit and made sure he... Was in a few spots, but didn't do anything that was going to drag it down. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they're going to they're gonna try to get something out of him. I mean, you're paying him. You know, why not? Plus, let's be honest, for that character witness thing, it also helps Vince if he's on TV and producing, yep. looking good. So, Because yep. you don't want it to just be obvious. It's, just, it's a charity case here, you know. So you're going to give him shots. So, because see, Taker's on the poster. For the show. Yep. So I know they make it months in advance, but he was. Was he going to win? No. I think, well, I mean, it's impossible to say no for sure, but I think the plan was always Triple H. Hmm. They were going to go back to him and Which ride is, that till. Yeah. I do know that as late as this point now, the plan for WrestleMania 2000 didn't change. The plan was always Stone Cold and Big Show. Mm-hmm. And as of September 99, that was still the idea. We'll see. Uh, Corey. Yeah. Anything you would do to oh, change the card? Uh, <laughs> yes. Put uh, Test anywhere on the fucking show? Yeah. How about, te- how about Test replacing Taker? 
but just, that doesn't you know. really help the rest of the card. Uh, it's tough because while there is guys they didn't use, man, you put all of your big names in one match, and the card's going to suffer. Mm-hmm. Yes, I would have mostly improved it by doing little things you guys suggested. Put the tag title match on first. Get a hot opener to get the crowd going. Um, I would not have done Kennel from Hell. They, if those two want to have one last final hardcore fucking match in the feud, then fine. I wouldn't have done that terrible thing. Um, they caught a bad blow with Jericho and X-Pac clashing. It, yeah. you know, who, who could have seen that? I wouldn't have done the women's match because it's terrible. And I could have replaced Venus and Blackman with you know, the Hardys against the Hollies. And you got a better show. It's uh, something you say a lot about current, current-ish wrestling. They've, it's better now, but when AEW first started, you're like, if this is the best you can do for women, don't do it. Yep. Just don't. If, it, if you can't put out a good product, don't put out a bad one. Just wait until next month. No, 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 no. All right, let's go to buy rate, shall we? Oof. Um, I'm guessing it's going to be way healthier than it deserves to be. <laughs> so, I'm guessing it does better than uh, all problems. Last year, <laughs> last year's Unforgiven, I couldn't find. And was, it, was, I, it, was it Unforgiven last year? Yeah. There was. Oh, no. Uh, last year was Breakdown it in was your break, house. Yeah, it wasn't Unforgiven. In September. This is the inaugural one. Unforgiven was in April of 98, the Infernal match. I know. I'm saying so I couldn't find it. Breakdown in your house was September 98. No, no, no. no, no I'm saying the last Unforgiven, I couldn't find oh. the... The the ratings. I wasn't. It wasn't in your house. in your house. Yeah, I know. No, they don't have it though. They they don't. don't have it on any. Well, of the you sites. should have been basing it off breakdown. That's what yeah. happened in September of last year. No, so if you want me to, I can do that. I right do now. want you to. Yeah, I actually require it. I am requiring. And the show will so stop until you figure it out. Breakdown. Breakdown. Break it down. It's mine, Austin. So Xbox music is so good. I love it. Oh, it's so good. Since, oh, wow, Jesus. Okay, so we're going to do, <laughs> uh, okay. So last year at this time was Breakdown. Mm-hmm. Um, that got a point eight six. Oh, and you know what? That was a trash card, too. Where they was on that card? Owen Hart took on Edge. That's good. And then <laughs> Mark Merrow versus Draws. Marco Mero. Let's see if I remember this from memory. The undercard was terrible. Bradshaw versus Vader. God damn. Ooh. That we were hyped for that for a little bit. Yeah. DeLorean Brown versus Gangrel. Ow. Yeah. Uh hold on. There's another undercard. Vader. Oh. Violent. <laughs> Too much. Took on Al Snow and Scorpio. Where the fuck have they been? I don't know. I forgot about them. Yeah. And then uh, then they picked up. There was a triple threat cage match for number one contendership, Rock, Mankind, and, and Shamrock. That sounds fun. Uh, New Age Outlaws and X-Pac took on Jeff Jarrett and Southern Justice, the Godwins. And Austin, uh, Taker, and Kane in a three-way with the fuck finish where they got the double pin and title was vacated. Oh, and... Uh, Val Venus versus Dustin Runnels. So I remembered it. Um, <laughs> Not a great card. Rock. You said rock. Rock match. Yeah. Okay. Because I was pulling it up too. Yeah. Uh, yeah it was the triple third cage match. Uh, what about the uh, heat matches? Whoa. That's okay. the database here. Hardy Boys and Kai and Tai? Yep. 
damn. There's three matches. Oh, um, Mark Henry and Austin in a cage. It's supposed to be. It's supposed to be, but never, never happens. The last one. Ridiculous. I you're, say you're, you're missing two. I want to say DOA, but in a singles match. Am I wrong? You're, you got DOA right. DOA, yeah. it's not an LD. They were taking on... It was a handicap match. Oh, was it? Light... Uh, I don't remember. I, he, I, Billy Gunn. Okay. Oh, that's right, because he had the nerve to stand up to... Help Austin yeah. the right before, week, Monday before... I'm going to call that a victory that I remember the heat matches. So. I, there's I one more. Oh, I can't remember. Golga and Mosh. Yeah, I would have never got that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Golga and Mosh. So, 0. 0.86 for breakdown last year. Yeah. SummerSlam of just last month, 1.47. Yep. Out of body experience. Fall Brawl of last month. 0. 0.38? 37? 36. 3.5. Uh, 0. 0.35 Back. for Fall Brawl. This year's Unforgiven, 0.85. Ooh, it stayed up pretty much. That's a breakdown. That's not bad. No. Not bad for the month after SummerSlam. September is usually a pretty bad card for them. Yeah. Uh, this is no exception. Not bad. It, it's a lot of like, it's usually like a lot of like SummerSlam rematches and just, yeah. Let's go to the award show. Let's start off with uh, best match. Oh, the main event. Main event. Main event. Main event. Yep. Yep. Uh, worst match. Boss man. Candle from hell. Candle from hell. Candle from hell. Uh, who is your MVP? Jerry Lawler for me. Fuck. He was on one tonight. <laughs> he was great. Yeah. It was um, the second Mula and May showed up. He was on another level the rest of the night. This was like the Jerry Lawler hold. Oh, he was God, reincarnated was for one night. I mean, he popped. Jim Ross live on commentary, <laughs> and they were they had like a giggle fit for ten minutes. That oh the uh, the live like, the OU. Oh, 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 <laughs> you forgot to tell us where they played football, yeah. Jr. Jerry Lawler for me, man. That's who, a good pick. Who was was it tonight too? Of uh, somebody comes out and Lawler's like, so uh, you're gonna say they played football? Uh, where'd they play at? And <laughs> he did it for a couple of people. Yeah. It was fucking awesome. Like, did they play? He did it on Raw once too with the Luchadors. Uh, Tijuana Tech. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good pick. Yeah. God damn it. See, I'm not outside the box too. Uh, to me, it's Jeff Jarrett. Yeah, I thought you. I thought you'd do Jarrett. That motherfucker. He did the work of three people yep. in that match. Jarrett was my uh, honorable mention. Uh, I will go with Jr. Just once again, like a, a vertical pin. That's the first. Making the copies. Making the mostly, copies. mostly the making the copies. <laughs> A JR line from like 1996, 97 uh, SNL line. Oh, that's 1991, dude. Rob Schneider? Yeah. He was gone by like 93. Oh, okay. Making the copies. Make, yeah, okay. Make, awesome. Making the copies. Uh, who is your motive? But by the way, that's like the three most unlikely MVPs ever on a show. So weird. And a show with Austin and Rock. and just, Yeah. Moadib? Ivory. You fucking are the worst. I'll go with Luna because both of them are terrible. Val Venus. Oh, yeah. Well, that's a I good mean, one, too. When you take a back seat in your opening match against a black man to the security guy. Yep. Ain't looking good for you. And the big-titted nurse. Yeah. First of all, you're a porn star. How is your storyline not the one with the big-titted oh, per- nurse? I hate where this is going. I hate it so much. <laughs> I hate it so much. WTF, guys. 
the Kennel from Hell match. Oh, yeah. yeah. What yeah. in the actual fuck were they thinking? How can any of us go anything other than the Kennel from Hell? This was, hey, we'll try everything, but that, that's the worst. That is the absolute goddamn dirt worst, and fuck everybody. I want to know. Who had a part of it. I want to be with Al Snow and Bossman in the room, and they were like, we're doing a what <laughs> like match? Say, say, so what was that again? <laughs> so listen here, bro. There's going to be a cage match. Okay, cool. But with a hell of a silver with dogs in it. So, how, oh, good. how about the last three weeks for Bossman? What a fucking rough. horrific three weeks. Rough three weeks. Good so, Lord. To paraphrase Jim Cornette, this match has a hat on top of a hat on top of a hat. Yep. All right, cool. Let's just do it. <laughs> uh, my WTF is also the candle from hell. Yep. So this brings an end to this week's episode of the pay per view war stories. Thank We're on. God, September's gone. We're on to WCW. No, nope. What? Oh, by the way, before we go any further, ECW had the best pay per view of September. Yeah. Anyway, by the way, yeah. I'm not gonna go full blow. I'm just gonna say Anarchy rules. It's the best pay per view of September '99. Again, that's not a terribly high bar to clear. Had Taz lose the world title in an awesome three-way with Mike Awesome and Rob right. Van Dam right. against Balls Mahoney in a surprisingly well-fought TV title match. What a name. And the return of Raven to pay-per-view. And, but the best match of the night is the opener, Jerry Lynn and Lance Storm. It's a fantastic match. Jerry, Just throwing that out Jerry there. Jerry Flynn, you said. No, 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 no. Jerry Lynn. Mr. JL. JL. Yes. Yeah, I listen. I know. I got it. Okay. No, we still have... Two more Titan pay-per-views. What? Before we go to Turnerland again. One next week, sir. Yeah, there's one next week. Say what? We've got a six-day build of a pay-per-view, baby. What could go wrong? (laughs) (laughs) Wait till you see the card. So what's the upcoming show? Why, that's the UK-only pay-per-view, Rebellion. Sky Sport. Yep. So that will be our next pay-per-view war story. Yeah, for better or much, much worse. Awesome. Is this one at least canon? Because the last one wasn't canon. Sure. God, the answer is yes. God damn it. So we'll be doing uh, WF Rebellion. Apparently next. they thought England was in like outer space. So they just didn't really get the fucking shows, right? They don't know what the fuck is happening. Nope, nope. Uh, you can listen to all of our podcasts at nocellentertainment.com. And you can also listen to our podcasts wherever you find your podcasts.